Hi, I'm Todd from Finish Line Financial, and this is Retirement Secrets, where we talk about what it takes to retire like you're a multimillionaire. Today, we'll be celebrating the life of the one and only Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. Aretha was a true icon in the music industry whose amazing career spanned decades. In addition to her incredible music legacy, we'll also be exploring some valuable lessons we can learn from Aretha's family situation. By examining the importance of proper planning, we can all take steps to ensure that our loved ones are taken care of and that our own wishes are respected after we're gone. Join Matthew Ferry and me as we pay tribute to the legendary Aretha Franklin and learn from her experiences to help us all build stronger, more prepared families for the future. Matt Ferry, as you may recall, is the man behind life-focused planning. He's a wizard when it comes to advanced estate planning, elder law, special needs planning, and business planning. He's got it all covered. So sit back, sip on a cup of coffee, and enjoy this informative and thought-provoking episode. Here's my interview with Matt Ferry. Hi, Matt. We're glad to have you back on the podcast. Hi, Todd. It's great to be back on the show again. Matt, us living here in the Midwest it makes me uh, think of Aretha Franklin and Motown, right? So Motown Records from Detroit, Michigan, not too far from where you, you and I are sitting right now. And as I'm thinking of Aretha Franklin, sort of the, the the known as the Queen of Soul, she's like royalty in the in the music industry. She goes back decades. And so, wh- why am I bringing up uh, Aretha Franklin today as a part of a conversation about you know how to retire like a multimillionaire and retirement planning? It's because there's something that was fascinating and sort of tragic about when Aretha passed away a few years ago, because as it came, as it came to find out we, that um, her estate plan with all of that money wasn't in as good of shape as a lot of people thought. Now, I just want to be clear to our listening audience. I'm not picking on Aretha. She, she is the queen of soul. I have a lot of compassion for her and her family because there's, there's been sort of some outgrowth of this that did end up very well. And today I thought we maybe could use Aretha as sort of maybe a little story that could help our listeners as we're thinking about our own situations. Right, Matt? Absolutely. And we see this from time to time where famous people start creating plans or don't create plans. And then now what happens? And they they don't follow through on their instructions. What's interesting, uh, I was reading an article that they've discovered a fourth possible will that was drafted was never signed. It goes with all her handwritten documents uh, about what she may or may not have wanted. And, you know, the family is, you know, in court looking at this and, you know, discussing, we'll put uh, civilly discussing what happens next. And it triggered my own thoughts to a client that we had where there was a handwritten will that was only directing what happened to the cottage. So, this individual had what's known as a holographic will, which the person spelled out what they wanted to happen in their own writing, signed and dated it. And no other planning was done, similar to others. And now we end up in probate court interpreting this will, hopefully correctly, 
and not having the family fight over the family cottage. So it gets real interesting real quick. Um, the will does label who is to inherit, and that makes sense. It's pretty clear, but you have other family members that are not included, that uh, potential people that might inherit, or maybe there's children or not children. It's all to be determined, and it's rather interesting to see how are we going to determine what happens to this family property that people, you know, it's been in the family and they want to keep it in the family. And so without good planning, you're really, really left to uh, the courts to decide. Well, I find that um, pretty interesting, Matt, because in your situation, there were some similarities to Aretha Franklin's scenario where I know initially when she passed away, my my recollection of what I had heard was is that it was thought that she didn't have an estate plan. And then as you were describing, all of a sudden, well, then one was discovered. I don't know if it was a will or if there was a truck and then another one. And then in the end, I think you said up to four of them and one or more of them were handwritten. And so sort of, and then, then your own client situation is somewhat similar where it's handwritten. Not that handwritten is, is, is terrible, but it's, it still is the, the intent of the individual to share what their, their heart is and the way they want things to go, but it's not a very good, uh, legal document to express their wishes, which is what an estate plan is, you know, designed to do. So, how do you, how does this family maintain good relations with one another, um, avoid chaos, avoid bitterness between the generations when there's this 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 loved piece of land, this cottage that's been a part of the family, but now there's a little bit of chaos going on. What how do they how do they deal with that? That's a good question. And the dealing with the chaos, it becomes very personalized. And that's hard to deal with, you know, the emotions and the attachment to a piece of property certainly is much the case um, with a lot of the vacation homes and the cottages here in the Michigan area. A lot of times uh, being on lakes, small lakes, big lakes, all alike. It It is helpful for the families to think about what do they want for the long term? Mm -hmm. How do they want to actually put a plan into place where they can all agree what should happen to the house, who's going to pay for the maintenance, the insurance, the taxes, and how to economically support it? That's probably the biggest thing is to, to put something down in writing, uh, an agreement, and it's the best way to make sure that they have something to limit the disputes over. So Matt, is, is that is that something that you're talking about? That's a resolution now that the the um, the previous generation passed away. Are you also suggesting that they try to encourage a conversation sooner, maybe you know years ago, which is sort of tough to do, right? It's sort of hard for the younger generation to talk to mom and dad. So, um, what tell us a little bit about what you're describing there. Well, it's hard. obviously when someone has died, it's hard to go back and rewrite what, what should have been written. So um, clearly, depending on the situation, if you can in advance, and it's always easier with the older generations being able to set something up for the younger generations, being able to put some clear directions and instructions to how to use the property, how to protect it how to pay for it as well. That's another big component. Mm. And oftentimes 
if they're able to fund it with some money, that would be the best route. So there's a pot of money to go forward. In our situation where the family just receives the property with no instruction, it's on them to agree. And that's the challenge that you're facing after the fact. You're cleaning up the pieces and putting a plan together, which may or may not be what somebody wanted for the property. So that's a, that's a challenge for sure. Todd, here's one additional thought for the listeners. These, this cabin, these family homes, a lot of times you have, you know, right, the first generation, then you have the kids. And then as the kids grow up, or even the grandkids grow up, they get married. You sometimes have spouses involved, estranged spouses, ex-spouses. It's important to make sure that the family is able to determine how they want the family cottage, family cabin to be divided or continue the legacy onward. So from my point of view, we look at it as holistically as an estate plan is, you know, I want to be in control while I'm alive and well. It's the first step. And then you want to put in a plan for yourself if you become disabled. And how do you care for yourself and your loved ones? And then the final component is after I'm gone, I want to give what I have to whom I want, when I want, the way I want. Mm. So as you look at that, it's how do I want the cabin to go? The hunting property, the fishing boat, all of that kind of stuff falls into the place uh, of how do you want to arrange for it? Who gets it? When do they get it? And how do we keep this thing going in the family? Mm. Matt, there's a there's a lot of good stuff here. Um, and it's complex because you're dealing with multiple generations and how do you do it? How do you have these conversations with, with the generations? And, and there's been some really good tips that you've offered to our audience, but what if the listeners right now just feel a little overwhelmed and they're not quite sure, like, what's the first thing that I should do in my situation? What would you say to them? I would say not to worry. Just take inventory of what you have, and then we're happy to take a call and reach out and schedule some time with them. Uh, no obligations. We can sit down and see where they're at now and what their goals are and what they want to achieve is. So happy to call us at the office, or you can reach out to us through our website as well. Matt, if people want to learn more, where should they go? They can go to our website. It's located at lifefocusplanning.com. We're happy to take uh, phone calls as well. We can reach us at 248-409-0256. Matt, very informative. Thanks again for being on the podcast. I appreciate the opportunity, Todd. It's been a lot of fun, and I look forward to talking with you in the future. Thanks for listening to Retirement Secrets. If you want to learn more about how to retire like you're a multimillionaire, please visit our website at yourfinishline.com. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. 
individual tax and legal matters should be discussed with your tax or legal professional. There is no assurance that the investment techniques and strategies discussed are suitable for all investors or will yield positive outcomes. The purchase of certain securities may be required to affect some of the strategies. Investing involves risks, including possible loss of principal. Alternative investments may not be suitable for all investors and should be considered as an investment for the risk capital portion of the investor's portfolio. The strategies employed in the management of alternative investments may accelerate the velocity of potential losses. Any guest speakers, along with the companies they are associated with, are not affiliated with or endorsed by Finish Line Financial or LPL Financial.